DW Co. Show Derek, episode 48. I see it says a decade of Shelly and Darren here. Y'all been to the other for a while now. Yeah, you know, Shelly and I started working together at Texas Wesleyan like 10 years ago. A lot of the people that were interviewing, Ann Davis, Scott Gear, Chuck, of course, mm-hmm. we all worked together. And that's kind of how it fits, you know? Yeah, and you, uh, you and Shelly actually continued that even though you guys left Texas Wesleyan. Yeah, that's right. Shelly and I have been working together here with you at D. White & Co. Mm-hmm. for what? Like four, uh, four? Almost four, yeah. Yeah, four years. She, I guess she even, I mean, she established the brand. I mean, she created. That's right. Uh, visually, the brand of DW Co. So I guess she's kind of been there since the start, even before me. Right. And so we're going to have an episode uh, coming up that's a design episode. We're going to talk to Shelly a little bit about the creative process. But before we get to that, celebrating this decade of creative collaboration, mm-hmm. we thought who would have more insight into this than uh, someone named Ruben Gonzalez. Now, Derek, you have not met Ruben before. I Just think. a few emails back and forth. Just a That's few. about it. But Ruben worked uh, with us at, at Texas Wesleyan as a client services manager. I can't remember the, the title exactly, but the same work that you're doing right now yeah. at D. White & Co. And it's all about... Uh, keeping the creative process running on time and turning into actual results <laughs> yeah. and not just throwing stuff at the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruben's really interesting because he worked um, at uh, SMU before he was at Texas Wesleyan. He worked at the Modern Art Museum of Fort Worth after he was at Texas Wesleyan. And now he's back at Texas Wesleyan because he has an MFA from SCAD mm-hmm. and he's a visiting art professor there. And he's also a... Um, He's running the art gallery, the Templeton Art Gallery there, and doing some really cool things with art and community in Southeast Fort Worth. So I can't think of anyone who has more insight into like the reality of creativity, which yeah. I feel like that's what Shelly and I are, are like all about. And you even get to cover this in a, a article that we did, or sorry, a, a, a feature on the Wesleyan Magazine. Of Ruben, Kirk, yeah, yeah, that's where right. We talked a lot about the Templeton, and even got to do some close-up shots and, and whatnot. So we'll get, even get to show off maybe some of the design, right, uh, of that. Absolutely, that you and Shelley worked on together. It's all about you know, it's one thing to dream it; it's another thing to do it. Yeah. You know, and Ruben's an expert at that, and he always uh, helped us along it and helped us. We learned a lot, I think from his process as well. Derek, what else is on the show uh, today? Got on-brand, off-brand, where we're going to talk about like the local art scene. What's on-brand and off-brand for Jacksonville from our perspective, or even creativity uh, as well? Um, And you can't forget the upcoming Shelly Short that's about to happen here in a few moments. Let's kick it to Shelly Short right about now. Shelly... When you and I met a decade ago, we were just basically standing around chaos. I would say. <laughs> Do you mean Chuck Greason? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> chaos Greason. We used to call him Chuck Chaos, yeah. <laughs> but you and I started, I, I, I'll let you kind of tell some of this story, but you and I started working together at Texas Wesleyan at a time when their creative brand was really visually pretty small. Yeah. And, um, did everything from billboards to commercials to videos to giant signs, like <laughs> prefabricated signs and stuff like that. That one was really fun. I was yeah. showing that off recently until I forget about that. Yeah. Um, I started at Texas Wesleyan in 2012. I think you've been there in what, a few years prior than maybe three years at that point. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, literally started and John just walked in and dropped a logo, like literally physically dropped a logo on my desk, like printed it out. It was like, here's the brand, figure it out. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and then from there, we, yeah, we did all these great campaigns, like successful campaigns, videos, like you name it, we did it. Something that Ruben hit on in this interview that I thought was kind of interesting was how fast some of that time really went by. And, and how it wasn't as long as you think it was. Yeah. But we were working quite a bit and we were doing, a, we were putting out a lot of projects, you know, that were getting noticed and stuff. So it felt, felt like so much longer than it was in some ways, I feel like, or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one evening we were there late and it was, do you remember this? Like we were working on the, the dining logo for that cafe that came up. The weed. Yeah, we, and yeah, I just, that was, I don't know, that moment just stuck with me of like, we're there late, we're both at our computers, like immediately bouncing ideas off of each other, trying to solve this problem. And it was so fast, <laughs> but we got it done. And, you know, it was like six o'clock or something. I think it was stormy that day too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just remember like, when you have that creative groove with somebody and you just play off and you can figure out a logo and you know, the basis of an hour and a half, basically like that's, that's good creative chemistry. And I think we've carried that through, you know, not only our tenure at Texas Wesleyan, but what we're doing now with DW Co as well, even from across the country, if you're in Florida and I'm mm -hmm. in Florida, and yeah. like, and we're just doing it, you know, digitally. So. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I, I, I know you love working with other creatives and I love working with other creatives, but there's something about the time you take over a decade to develop a creative language with someone that it's like, anytime I'm on a project like that, I'm like, yeah, but I, I just want to use the inside joke that Shelly will know that like, you know, like yeah. means four other things. There's so much that you build into kind of inspiration and context and, and all of that, you know? Yeah. And a lot of that, you know, came a lot of those inside jokes, like as an office came out, of, you know, as billboards, eventually, you know, Texas Wesleyan. And yeah. that was a good vibe and a good creative atmosphere to have. The story here is that we're bringing on Ruben Gonzalez. He's visiting assistant professor of art. He's a coordinator at the uh, Templeton Art Studio at Texas Wesleyan. He has a long uh, career in history uh, before that, including a degree from SCAD, working at the Modern Art Museum of Fort Worth, working in HR, experiences of photography or a photographer. Um, so a really rich background. And then right in the middle of all that, he had to deal with you and me as, <laughs> as client services manager at Texas Wesleyan, where he kept, you said it really well when we were talking a second ago. It's like Ruben had the words to talk to the people that you and I between the two of us, it's, we either had the right words or the wrong words or no words at all. I feel and like Ruben had the right words. Yeah, Ruben stepped in and saved our asses many times <laughs> when it came to client partners, um, especially me. Like, as a designer, I mean, you kind of, Ruben, you understand, you know, the struggles like working with some clients and not necessarily, you know, getting the feedback that you want or them not understanding the way that we did something. And, mm -hmm you came in and I just would explain everything so eloquently and like to the T and they would walk away understanding. I'm just like, I want to do that every time, but I can't and you do it perfectly. So it's like, that's, that was one of the things that I valued the most with working with you is how you speak and, you know, would speak to our clients and the empathy that you had for them as well. 
Ruben, welcome to the show. I mean, that's <laughs> how we you. do it on DW Co. Show. We Thank like you. to build job. Yeah. And then we're going to bring you back down the next week. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a, a good way to be for all people. Just <laughs> knock them down. That's what I do with my students. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, thanks. I'm happy to be here. And Shelly, thank you for those kind words. Uh, I have been, Darren, like you said, I have been fortunate enough to work in so many different kind of areas, um, creatively, administratively, uh, that I've been around a lot of different types of people. And I think yeah. that really helped me um, in the creative services manager position at, at TechOS when I was with both of you, uh, just to kind of gauge how people are um, and their expectations. And I'm really good at giving people what they want to hear while making sure we're, we were delivering what we can deliver in a very honest, concise, sincere way. I, I think you are, you're incredibly good at that. You're doing, so you're doing some exciting things at Texas Wesleyan right now. We're going to talk about those in a minute. But I think what's really interesting to your, to your point about knowing so much about so many different types of people, that's a college campus. It is, it is people coming from all different walks of life, especially a campus like Texas Wesleyan, which is a, is a very diverse campus. You have a lot of different things happening and you have to sort of be ready for that and you have to be both calm, but you have to stand in the eye, kind of the eye of the creative storm a little too, right? And yeah. I think what's really, you have a really unique skill of being a creative yourself, mm -hmm. but also being kind of that, that manager as well. I, I don't know where that comes from. Where does that come from in you? Like, uh, so that, you yeah, <laughs> like that is, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, are you doing your dream job? Like, are you in... A professor and an artist, what drives that? Does creativity drive that? And I go, well, in part, for sure. But having a full-time job with benefits and stability is what drives me to be successful. Yeah. Um, whereas I have a lot of uh, peers who are artists and who are working artists, and what drives them is, is just the creation of art all the time. And I think that's beautiful and wonderful and amazing. But my um, drive for stability in my life comes straight from my parents. I mean, my dad is a lifelong supervisor of, of people. Um, my mom is the same, uh, but they also just so happen to be creative people in their kind of own ways. My mom is very um, textile creative. She can sew and do things like that. And I mean, she can make absolutely anything and craft absolutely anything. And so um, I just kind of found my own niche in the, the creative world, which just so happened to be photography. Um, and I just, have a natural i like to say i'm an a minus type of person <laughs> meaning that i can take control if you want me to but i'm very happy to let other people take control and just be the right hand person if they need me to be um i don't need to be the spotlight because i'm enough spotlight for myself <laughs> for most of the time and sometimes i get tired of myself so um that's yeah that's where that comes from and i i really like the kind of duality of of having being an admin type um, and also being a creative, because I think especially now, especially in the past 10 years, I think every kind of creative person needs to have administration, an, ad, an admin yes. brain, a business brain, right? Yes. Shelly, I used to love watching, and, and I think you talking about your mom and, and her being at, working in textiles and that. Shelly, I used to love watching you and Ruben talk out creative ideas together. You guys used to sit like literally like four feet from each other. <laughs> It's like, I felt like you had like Vulcan mind meld over there or something sometimes. You guys were naturally good at being creative, but also 
talking to your point about the administrative side of it, what it was going to take to actually do it. Yeah. And I, I think that's a, you know, an important topic today is designers having a seat at the business table and creatives in general, having a seat at the business table. I think that's hugely important for your career. And, you know, Ruben, I think you've been a good model for that. Like you absolutely have that mindset and the balance between business and creative um, that not a lot of people have. And, you know, it's a struggle for me to think, you know, from the business side sometimes um, where the creative, you know, will come pretty naturally. And, you know, like that balance is hard to achieve, but I think you definitely have, have shown your worth with that. Thanks. Yeah. I I think that, you know, just a personal note is that um, I'm somebody who has epilepsy and I have had it since I was 18. And so I really have to have the group insurance. Otherwise I would not be able to afford my insurance. So in part, you know, uh, me having a kind of full-time job at a large corporation that has group insurance that doesn't drive it. Um, But it's certainly kind of the idea where, uh, I see like other creatives creating work and, and they do that for a living and they pay their own insurance and they do their own taxes and it's that whole yeah. thing. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm very jealous of that because every day is a new day to make art. Whereas I really have to schedule my art making um, if because at this point in my life, I'm making art for me, which is actually amazing and great and and wonderful, right? I have a job that pays for me to teach and also I use that money to create art. Um, instead of kind of uh, being a part of the hustle, right? You right. got to hustle hard, right? And all the time, all the time. And so yeah. like, I know, I know people like that. Um, you know, both of you, I mean, you know, you have your own, Darren, at this point, you have your own business, right? Right. And right. Shelly, you, you have relied heavily on your kind of, uh, I'd say, creative business as a, as a graphic designer, as a designer. Oh, yeah. um, whereas I kind of, have the ability not that i'm not doing anything but i have the ability to kind of take it easy uh, because i am putting all of my energy into creating curriculum and and running a gallery and finding other artists and um that's great but i will say sometimes i am very kind of jealous because i have all these ideas and i'm just like i I just don't have time to do them right now Uh, but i'll get to them eventually and i keep telling myself that um and so i you know i definitely have to schedule it in instead of being a little bit more free so I think another important thing is I, I think our audience really wants to hear you roast me and, and Shelly a little bit <laughs> creatively. So what is, and I'm not self-aware enough. Shelly's very self-aware, but like what does creative chaos look like when you're standing between these two, sorry, Shelly, but these two assholes. Um, <laughs> like, like, well, I think in my experience working with the two of you, so I will say this, listeners, yeah, yeah. That when Shelly and I first started working together, it was not an immediate um, understanding of how we both worked. No. Certainly not. Uh, because I thought Shelly hated me. I, I didn't know that she was cool with me. So the thing is, I had to, I had to, what, what I came to find out was that Shelly is in the zone. Yeah. And then I realized very quickly that she has a million projects to do. And that really changed the dynamic of, of how we worked. Um, and what I was able to kind of help her with, because I, from where I was sitting, I was like, well, I can, I can do my job and do it well, and I can help when I can help. And, you know, I really held Shelly up to very high regard in the fact that I was like, you should not be working on these like mini projects. You should be doing this other stuff so you can focus on it. Um, 
yeah. So, which, you know, Darren, I didn't really talk to you about, but. <laughs> yeah, no, but <laughs> I, 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 think, I think the support of that was really pivotal in Shelly being able to be that creative and strategic mind as well. Yeah, I hadn't come across a designer like Shelly before. And I, yeah. I want to note that I had worked at SMU in their middle school uh, yeah. marketing school before. And I'm happy to say that uh, they're just not as good. <laughs> They're just not as good. Um, they were great people, and I had a yeah. really good time there. But I had not met a designer like Shelley before, um, who was a kind of truly original, understood the client, which I thought was super important. Um, and I wanted to learn from her, and I did. I, I mean, before that, I wouldn't. I designed, but I wasn't as good of a designer as I am now. Uh, which I can, you know, say that I, I am a designer. I am a photographer. I am a designer, and I feel really confident in saying those yeah. things. Um, when it comes to Darren, uh, and kind of the, the chaotic energy of the office, not just Darren, but the entire office while I was there, um, that is, that is where I was able to shine because I think that when you're running a team versus kind of, uh, running projects, managing projects, there can be a disconnect if communication is not 100% between myself and Darren at the time in the same way that it was between Shelly and I. And that needed yeah. to be equal because it was uh, your expectations of me and then my expectations and then the like uh, clients, right? Clients expectations yeah. of me, which translates into the entire office and then kind of your expectations of Shelly. So we have all these kind of expectations and that's really what the chaotic energy is, right? Yeah. So as I'm sitting here talking with my hands. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think kind of sitting literally kind of in between the, the two of yeah. you, what was really important was for me to um, let you know, Darren, like where we were and, and what could be accomplished. And I quickly learned that, you know, we can't do this, but we can do this. Yeah, yeah, sure. Situation, right? It's super important. Um, yeah. And so that whole space of, of working with the two of you, even if it was just for a short time, it was what, like, under two years i know right yeah it seemed like i was there for like five years yeah um <laughs> yeah but it was such a boot camp in the best way of learning how yeah. to be a really good marketer of learning how to be a really good communicator of learning how to be a really good uh, graphic designer and understanding what goes into um university uh marketing because honestly even though i had worked in university marketing before it was nowhere the, the caliber of work that we were producing yeah. Um, which I was always kind of in, in awe of, like the amount that we were able to produce um, and the amount of change that had happened already before I got there with your team and that I was able to come on and be a part of. And then the continuation of change that, that we were able to make happen uh, in, in a short amount of time. I thought that yeah. was bonkers in like the yeah. best way. I just thought it was like, wow. So, I mean, you know, thinking about the chaos of the office was really just like the best kind of chaos. Like you, mm -hmm. I was dropped in, um, really hit the ground running. It was truly an immersion experience. I mean, that's what every job is, but this was like, yeah. when I left and I went to the modern and worked for their marketing team, I told them, guys, this is not how you do it. Like <laughs> you want to be better. We got to do more. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I was, I mean, it was great. I joke, but I mean, it was, it was great. I brag on y'all all the time. Well, so tell, well, I want to, we want to, and we got a couple minutes left here. We want to end by bragging on you. So, so then after you've left Texas Wesleyan, you already said you went to the modern, 
you got your degree at SCAD and you can talk a little about those, but I want folks to hear what you're doing now with art and creativity and students, um, just to give people an idea of how these relate, these staff relationships and everything, how they really connect at the institution. I mean, look at what you're doing right now at Texas Wesleyan. Yeah, so, you know, as a visiting assistant professor of art, I am the only studio art professor there at Texas Westland. And so what I really have to do with the knowledge that I have gained, um, you know, like while I was at SMU, while I went to Texas Westland work for marketing, when I left um, to go to the modern and, and also get my degree, my MFA, uh, the whole time I always had interns. I was always over the intern. So I was always making sure that I was teaching somebody something um, yeah. and understanding kind of what these students are going through and what their journey is. And I found it to be very similar to my journey, um, undergrad at a, at a public school, um, working their way up, getting loans and grants and things like that. So, you know, the type of programs that I was going through, I wanted to be able to offer a semblance of that in, in the few classes that I'm able to teach. Um, yeah. So now, you know, in my courses, when I signed up for the job, when I got the position, I was only supposed to teach basic art and beginning drawing. And I said, no, we need more. I can do more. Let me do more. Um, and so now I'm teaching uh, beginning digital photography, advanced uh, photography, um, art appreciation. And then next semester, I'll be teaching advanced contemporary art history, which focuses on uh, um, uh, people of color, queer people, queer artists. Um, female artists specifically, uh, because I want to bring that diversity, you know, to the university in my own kind of little way. And hopefully yeah. um, that helps with keeping people at the university so they don't transfer out, keeping them and giving them the kind of uh, experience that I felt that I had in my undergrad and that I had in my MFA. Yeah. You've always been a really good advocate for students. And I think the position that you have right now is like you're you're a beaming advocate for the ones that you have in your classes and they're so lucky to to be learning from you and it sounds like you know you're doing great things and i'm curious to know what your um favorite uh i don't know art show that you've done or the thing that you've accomplished um while being in your position the past few years yeah so um we just well not completed it's returning through may and um, we're doing a um exhibition called Our Community, Our Neighbors by the artist Laura Hunt. And she's a local Fort Worth artist. Uh, and she does these um, acrylic and kind of mixed media paintings. So she did a series of 27 portraits of people who were homeless, are homeless, or have been affected by homelessness in conjunction with the Tarrant County Homeless Coalition um, in Fort Worth. And uh, so basically what she did was she created these paintings in a year, spoke with all these people, um, did kind of summaries of everything they said. And uh, we had our opening and sold paintings and all the money, all the proceeds go back to Tarrant County Homeless Coalition. So we were able to help raise over $10,000. Um, and so it's, it's stuff like that where we're bringing art and kind of social justice uh, to Tarrant County, to Fort Worth is, is stuff I like to focus on. So, um, yeah, it's just, that's been, it's been really great. And uh, I actually bought, well, the university bought their first kind of contemporary piece. Um, and I'm really happy about that because it's just a beautiful, beautiful uh, piece. And I hope to continue uh, to do that as we go forward. Nice. Is that being displayed permanently in the gallery that you're in? 
so yeah, so that'll be a part of, I'm working with um, Nancy Edge, who is over the permanent collection in the library. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, that will be part of the permanent collection, which we are kind of going through right now and, and reassessing, um, but it will live, uh, it's called Resilience. It's a two feet by two feet painting uh, that will live in the gallery from now on until we kind of secure better housing for our art. Well, so folks, if you're in the Fort Worth area, as I will be in a few weeks, head down to the Templeton Art Studio, say hey to Ruben. And uh, Ruben, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, I had a good time. It's great to see you all again. And Shelly, final thoughts? Miss you guys. <laughs> Ready to work with D. White & Co.? Email Derek at dwhiteandco.com to schedule a meeting. Derek, always good to hear from Ruben. Always good to hear what's going on in the art scene, uh, wherever that is. Excited about what he's doing with the Templeton Gallery in Fort Worth. But it brings us to our on-brand, off-brand of the week. And of course, on-brand, off-brand always happens here in Duval. Mm -hmm. So Derek, what is this week's on-brand, off-brand for episode 48? We're talking about art. So the question is, is Jacksonville an art city? Yeah. Now, personally... I wouldn't say I know a lot about the history of art in this city, but I, since I've been here, I've visually seen a lot of art in this town. Have you been to the Mocha? I've, I've not been to the Mocha. Downtown? You haven't yet. I haven't been to that. I've been by it. You should go sometime. I've been to the Comer a few times. Have you been to, what did you see at the Comer? Shoot. Three years ago? Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. Lots of things. <laughs> okay. The things that are there. Yeah. All right. Have you been to Cork yet? I've been to Cork, yeah. I actually haven't watched live music at Cork. Really? Yeah, so uh, AIGA did like a thing there. I think they had like their festival or concert series or whatever they called it there yeah. and watched like some of the local bands there who and some of the local artists like put stuff up. Yeah. So have you been to the Yellow House? No, I haven't been to the Yellow House. Okay. Where's that at? Uh, it's uh, here in the urban core as well. Okay. And it's a, a smaller gallery space. But I think just in this discussion, what we hear is that you need to hit some art museums, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Take some art in. What do you think? And maybe give us a report back. Yeah. I like art. Do you? Yeah. What kind of art do you like? Abstract. Really? I, yeah. Kind of like some, like I say, uh, there's some, I like the randomness of art. Like a lot of the murals in downtown Jacksonville are yeah. all like untitled. Uh-huh. Um, and I like that. What about Art Republic Global? Are you familiar with that? That's They are kind of helping to put some of those murals downtown and have done some of that work. Oh, ARG? Yeah. No, I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> but I should learn about that because that's yeah. cool. Because I'm all about that. I like, I like public art. Did you know that Augusta Savage, who was a member of the Harlem Renaissance, uh, they had an uh, exhibit a few years ago of her at the Comer. Did you know she's from here? Uh, I didn't know she was from here, but I know that name. Sculptor, so cool. uh, brilliant artist and educator. I mean, listen, we've sat here for two and a half minutes. We've just rattled off a bunch of cool art That's stuff. True. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And even the uh, <clears throat> the current local art scene, there's a lot more murals going up. I know uh, Ansley from uh, Jax's Rad is mm -hmm. like putting, like she's actively making one like right now. Like she's working on it right now. Yeah, Keith Doles has done a. Uh, Several murals. In fact, here in Murray Hill, yeah. a lot of the storefronts are getting some really exciting mural work done as well. Yeah. So it sounds like 
Yeah. Trying to reiterate, Jacksonville's an art art city. I think it's one of the things that we underrate. I mean, yeah. we try so hard to be this kind of like, you know, wings in football town, and that's all well and good. But we've got a quirky center, you know, and we've got a very artistic center uh, that seems to attract people and mm-hmm. seems to be a little underexplored. You know what I'm saying? Seems like there's a lot of um, creative talent in the graphic design space here yeah. as well. Probably more than I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been exposed to many big cities where there's lots of talented creatives, but this we need was, more. This if you want to know the truth, experience. we need more. Yeah. Like, like if you compare like, you know, a Dallas Fort Worth to here in Dallas, Fort Worth, whatever job you can think of, there's like three people behind you, right? Looking mm-hmm. for that job in, we have traditionally yeah. here. It's like, we have more artists than like professional creatives. Does that make sense? Like yeah. people working like in, in a service job and painting or something yeah. like that. In my experience. It's like we're, we're, we're still not a professional city, if that makes You know, we're yeah. not quite there as much as we want I, to be. I actually have a few friends that just sell their art right. and live off of that, which is not for much, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, lots of coastal, lots of sea turtles, lot, you know, Classic. like oceanic type stuff. So, um, well, they'll, they'll design like a surfboard with their finger paints or sure. whatever and then like sell that off. Um, my buddy Josh does that. So, yeah, I don't know. Derek, uh, on our way out the door, any final thoughts here? Always like to leave you with a final thoughts uh, here. A decade of Shelly and Darren talking art and creativity. Uh, leave us with some some deep thoughts. Well, thought number one is where, where are we going to be in a decade? We're on our way. Yeah. Like what? Almost halfway there. Well, will I have hair then? I think so. I hope so. I hope so, too. Uh, other th- the other thought is... Uh, get out this summer this spring even maybe yeah. let's get soon like get out and, and see more of the the art around town maybe we should take shelly when she's here we should yeah what do you it, think because i think we did a little bit of that but i think she saw like some more of like that you know the bill murray mural uh down the street yeah that's you not know. Much. yeah right that's not there's much. a lot more out there there's to go, more to go more to do <laughs> so yeah i think there's a there's a tour that we could include um i've actually got a uh, mural uh uh, Map? Uh, what are those called? Don't know. Scavenger hunt. Take your I've time. got a mural scavenger hunt discount. From well, as we enter the second hour of DW Co. Show, we thank you for listening. Uh, Derek, thanks for all the work that you do to produce this show and to keep the show dragging on. Right. I appreciate that as yeah. well. And... Um, yeah, uh, catch us for episode forty nine. Do we have we don't do we have episode forty nine planned yet? We, we we've got Shelly. Oh, the design episode. She, it's of course. the design episode. So lots of really good nuggets in that one. Yeah, well, uh, stay tuned for episode forty nine, and then episode fifty DW Co Show. We'll see you guys later.